You know what I was just thinking right now? I was just thinking that I should probably have an intro or something that's like, like a news type thing that it would just be like that and then I'll come in. But yeah, that's apart from the point, I'll probably grow. And as I grow, it'll probably get added to it. But right now, um, I'm just continuing from where I stopped in the last one. And I feel like in the last one, I was introducing you to Watlington Street. Um, Yeah, 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 that's where I stopped. Basically, Watlington Street, as I said, was where everything kind of changed in my career. And at this point, I was in my final year of uni. I was living with Wilfred and Neville, my two um, housemates. And like they were in my closest circle. Um, yeah, Watlington Street was at the start of 2020. No, end of 2019, start of 2020. So at this point, I was still um, on Instagram making videos. But then at the end of 2019, my brother told me about this thing that was coming up, right? It was called TikTok. You should probably know, and I should probably state that I was never a big fan of Vine, right? I only knew Vine from like, I knew Cameron, what's, what's that brother's name? Cameron something and Batch, Batch from Vine. I knew that's how they made their way into the industry. I never was like a big fan of it. Like I never had it on, I never had an account. So my brother was telling me that, yo, um, TikTok is kind of like Vine. How it works is that you just put videos into your thing and the algorithm pushes your stuff into the, there's this one main page, which is called a For You page. And basically it's the best way if you want to get your music out there. And at the point, um, I was, I, I said to him, I said to him that like, yo, nah, that's not, that's not for me. Like, you know, it's, it was one of them ones where like back in school, if you were a creator on Vine, like it was just not cool. And I know I wasn't, I still wasn't trying to do this whole cool thing because man was still out here posting videos on Instagram, you understand? So like, I was really not the coolest brother. <laughs> I really wasn't the coolest, but so I don't know why I told my brother that I wasn't gonna do it. I told him I wasn't gonna do it. And then it got to a point where it was like, final year was coming. Um, and I had known and I'd stated to myself, yo, this year, at the end of 2019, I was like, this year is gonna be the year. So I wrote some goals for myself. Like I'd normally like to write goals like for the year. And the goals that I wrote was that um, at the end of that year, I would have, at the end of 2020, I would have 1,000 followers on Instagram. I would have released three songs and one of the songs would have, um, would have over a thousand streams, right? <laughs> so these are like, they were very small goals. But then at that point, I didn't have any songs which were on Spotify or on anything. So to have a thousand streams on one song was so mad to me. Like it was, it was, it was so mad uh, to even think about it. And I was like, yeah, like if I have a thousand streams on a song, at least that's the first step uh, to being in the industry. You know? So then I, I was just like, I was told about this whole TikTok thing. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yo, <laughs> I, beggars can't really be choosers. Like I can't be out here trying to play like the cool guy when it's like, I really don't want to do a nine to five. And as I said before, like if I'd, when I finished from uni, the nine to five, I would have had to do. And if I wasn't doing music right now, the nine to five I would have done was um, investment banking, which was just the more I thought about doing investment banking, the more I hated the idea of it. Um, and I just never wanted to work for people. I just never wanted to work for people. 
So um, yeah, that's that's kind of how TikTok started. TikTok didn't start like that actually. What I what I started doing, I wasn't really. I, I was trying to put one feet in and one foot out. You understand? One foot in and one foot out. So what I did was I was taking the videos which I had made from Instagram and I was putting them on TikTok. I had low key made an Instagram a TikTok without my friends knowing. So like I was just saying that you know. At the start, not many people were on TikTok in it. Not many of my friends were on TikTok, but they knew about it, right? So I was just like, if I was to take these videos, put it on TikTok, if any of these videos blow up to a point where my friends were to, had to find out about it, then that means that I would have been established on that app, which will mean that it will be easier for me to say to my friends, yo, I've got this TikTok account right now. So then I was like, oh, I, was, I posted the first video, didn't do sick at all it probably got like 30 views i was like calm <laughs> 30 views is is all right like this is my first video on the app second video i posted it probably got like 100 views the third video i got it probably got like 200 views and then it kind of just stayed at 200 views for the rest of my um uh, for the for the rest of the videos because i was basically just taking these videos i had no schedule i had no like um intention when I had the app, I just wanted to get my music out there because I thought at this point I'd gotten to a point where it was like it was it was relatively quick to write raps now. So it was like it was taking me maybe like two, three days to write a verse. You gotta think, you gotta deep that this was like this was end of twenty nineteen, start of twenty twenty, and we're in twenty twenty one right now. So um yeah, so at that point it was taking me like two, three days to write like one verse, like a minute verse. And yeah, man, so that's how TikTok started. Um, there was this, now let me, the next thing on my note is um, what I do, right? Um, so at this point, you should know, I was on TikTok. I probably had 10, <laughs> 10, 11 followers. And I was just like, I was just doing my thing. I was just like, you know, I'll keep doing what I need to do. Just post it on TikTok. The only thing, the best thing that can happen is the videos blow up. The worst thing that can happen, the videos don't do anything. So then that's that's kind of how I did. And um, during that period, yeah, fight, bro, I should tell you, 2020 was the maddest period. I used to be that kid at school, yeah. The way I was raised, my parents raised me in the fact that like, um, yeah, like we had a very hard upbringing, you understand? Like there were things that we've seen uh, that like, that have happened to us that like I wouldn't wish on my best enemy, my, my, my worst enemy, you understand? So like, we were kind of like my father my dad is like a very tough guy so like when it when things happen it's just like he just like troops on so like um when it came to this whole like mental health issue i was really not like it, i remember in exam periods in school when like um an exam will be going on and then there'll be like somebody that'll run out and they'll be breathing like <gasps> And I was just, I remember always thinking like, yo, why this, why is, why is this person trying to take like, they're taking a piss, like they're just, they're just trying to miss their exam. And I, I just never thought that mental health was like a big issue. I thought you, you just like, you just troop through it. Like I've been doing in every other aspect of my life in it. So 2020, I had never like pegged myself for somebody that'll come down with like anxiety or like stress. You understand? I was just always like, it's all in your mind, move on. You understand? So when it came to the start of 2020 and 2020, bruv, I remember 
we'd moved into what into street right i remember the first thing of covid right when i saw the first news it was like oh there's this there's this thing in um there's this virus that's in china and it's causing people to like hyper not hyperventilate but like it's causing people mad colds is giving them fevers and people are dying from it i remember i remember when it was not an issue and i told my housemate i told wilfred i was like yo this is gonna be mad bro like this is this this could be very mad i remember thinking that but like not really deep in it i was like this could be mad because i was watching and i had played so many like end of world games like i used to play this game called plague inc <laughs> and I thought like, yo, this could wipe out the world. You understand? And I kind of like overplayed it at first. Um, but back then, nobody in the UK had really like deeped it like that. You understand? So yeah, man, that's that's kind of how um, COVID came about. Because COVID was in the start of like 2020. And um, at the start of 2020, that was my final year. That was the last year I had to do... Um, to kind of make make it in the industry. That's it. That's the last year I made. I I said to myself, "Yo, by this time, you should have made it in the industry." Um, and so when, basically, right, you know, everybody was saying that, "Yo, before COVID actually started, they had a period." A few people, not everybody, but like a few people were saying that before COVID started, like they had a few of the symptoms. Bro, I was one of those people, and it was like. Fam, there was this one week that, like, I went the whole week and I slept, like, five hours. I slept, like, five hours. Like, there would be times where I, I, would, I would be going to sleep, then I'll wake up because I feel like I can't breathe. And then I will just be hyperventilating in my sleep. I will just be, like, sweating like crazy. Like, I couldn't breathe properly. You might not be able to tell from social media, but, like, um, people, when they see me for the first time, they're like, yo... Yeah, I didn't expect that. But like I I've been very much into like sports. Like I used to run um the hundred meters when I was younger. I used to play rugby. I've been gymming for quite a long time. Um and I still do to today. So like not many things um take me out like that. You understand? But when it came to like mental health issues, it's not something that affects your body, it affects your mind. And bro. <laughs> I told my parents about it. I told my dad about it. My mum was just like, yo, like he did, I went to the doctors for a checkup. There was nothing wrong with me. And like, um, my dad thought that he was just like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. Just shoot through it. It's all in your mind, basically. So I tried to shoot through it. There was no physical way that I could shoot through this thing because it's like, fam, I cannot breathe. And so like, I told my dad that my, my, like, my dad gave me like this asthma pump. And asthma pump did jack to help, bro. Like, the more, the more, like, it, it was also, like, muscle ticks. I used to have these mad muscle ticks. Like, <laughs> for some reason, these muscles in my arms and in my legs would just be ticking for no reason. I looked it up, and it was saying that it was anxiety. I was like, there's no way in this world that I have anxiety, bro. What am I anxious about? Because at that time, I didn't think that I was anxious about exams. I didn't think about, I was anxious about, I didn't know that I was anxious about the fact that it was my last year. I didn't know like I was anxious about anything, right? So then this was my, like, I, I was just like, there's no way it's anxiety. So I just kind of bunked it off. And I thought it was, I, I kind of was thinking it's um, asthma as well, bro. But that year was, that the start of 2020 was crazy. It was insane. But then um, around that point as well, my friend Amaka, she told me about this thing called, this this guy called, like he's a, 
he's a pastor and he's like a, a motivational speaker. He's called Mike Todd. And he was doing this thing called Crazy Faith Series. And basically, the, the whole thing about Crazy Faith is about dreaming about something that you see in the future, but it's not, it's not there right now. Seeing something that you want in the future, but it's not there right now. And bruv, I had, in my head, I was always seeing, and I probably should say, like, as a kid, <laughs> as a kid, I was a weird kid, bruv. Like, when we first moved to the UK, and, like, I was, I was, I had this, like, thing that I knew I wanted to be something, somebody, like, substantial in the future, right? So, like, when, when I was, I remember this one time when I went shopping with my mum and I remember just looking around Tesco's and I was just looking for the coolest people I could find. And I, when I found the coolest people and the hottest girls as well, I would just be like, he would come to my party and she would come to my party. Like he would come to my party and she would come to my party. I was just picking all these people. Like I was basically thinking that when I become like successful in the future, I'm going to have this massive party and I'll invite all these cool people. I don't know what I was thinking, but that's just the way I always was like from a kid. I always knew that there was something different about me and I always knew that I wanted to stand out, if you get what I mean. So Crazy Faith with Mike Todd, the whole premise of it was like, he had his own story of how like he dreamt of something and that thing became a reality in about five years as well, which is kind of crazy because like it was the whole five year thing I was always talking about. In about five years, he got that thing that he dreamt of because he had faith and he trusted in God to do that thing, right? So now I had latched onto that series. Like it was every single week I would watch that. Why I'm saying this is because I feel like it played a part. I don't know whether it played a part or whether it's just me like thinking that it does, but Basically, um, once I started that series, I did Crazy Faith part, part one, and that was just mad, right? Uh, I would post a TikTok video, and the first time I did it, the first time I posted a TikTok video, I posted it, and I just removed the notifications from TikTok, watched the series, and then after the end of the series, I went back on TikTok, and bro, the first time I went on TikTok, after I watched that Crazy Faith series, like, my TikTok had blown up. I was, I, I saw, like, that bit at the bottom of the notification where it was, like, it shows all your messages and it was 99 plus. Bruv, I deleted the app and I put it, I opened the app again. And when you open the app, it shows, like, all the comments and everything. I was like, this can't be, like, bruv, I was so gassed, bro. Like, the way I, I ran into Wilfred's room, I was like, yo, Wilfred, my thing, my thing is blowing up, bruv. And I looked at the, and basically, the video that it was, was, um, one video I'd recorded earlier and it's not it wasn't a video it wasn't a um instrumental I got from like the charts it was just a song I had found from YouTube and I had rapped this verse called like it's it's my song what I do is one that's like I was blessed with the lyrical the flow is unequivocal and rap's a kind of pivotal I know so that was that was the song that was blowing up and basically um when I'd opened it up it was on like 10,000 views bro I was like I'd, I'd never had 10,000 views on anything, <laughs> anything on Instagram, on anything, bro. I was just like, yo, this is it. The way like this anxiety thing, it was going crazy. My muscles were twitching like mad, like everywhere. I was just running to Wilfred, <laughs> to Wilfred's room. I was like, yo, Wilfred, my thing is blowing up. My thing is blowing up. And, then <laughs> and yeah, man. So that was it. I don't think I could sleep well that night. I didn't sleep well that night because I was I was just thinking like yo life will not be the same anymore. 
like <laughs> just after one video and the thing the thing that was so sick about it was because people were like oh drop this drop this drop this a lot of people had like migrated from um tiktok and moved to my instagram so i was gaining followers on instagram as well like my followers on tiktok were growing as well so like i woke up the next day and it was on it was on like 50k um, 50k views, bro. I'd lost my mind, yo. I had, I was, I was just walking because I had lecture the next day. I was walking to the lecture with my head up, like, yo, this is over. It's over. I can't understand. I can't even go to Tesco over. <laughs> it was one of those. It was crazy, bro. Um, so basically, that's that's kind of the story about how um um what I do blow up, and that kind of gave me my first like um five thousand followers. And the thing is, a lot of as I said at the beginning, a lot of my friends that didn't know I had TikTok um, had seen me on their For You page. So they were like, oh, this guy's got TikTok, but now he's got 5,000 followers opposed to Instagram where I had like 300 now about at this point in it. So it's like, like okay, so people actually back the music thing. Like he's not actually ass, you understand? So that was the first bit of like, fame not really fame but like the first thing that ever blew up and then it got me my first like bit of people that wanted to listen to my music and it was just so sick because it was like finally you understand like finally i've been putting all this time in and it's like something is coming like to fruition because i should also say about this time i'd been doing music i'd been writing music now for about four years so yeah so bare people were asking me to release what i do release what i do at that point yeah Man was broke. I was. I came into my final year with like only my the student finance only gave me like two grand, bro. Because like the year pr prior to this, um, they'd overpaid me, so now they were taking the money back, which is so stupid. But like, yeah, I had no money, right? So I had this idea, right? Because firstly, I had to buy the beat, right? And then secondly, you have to pay for DistroKid. DistroKid is basically what I used or I use now to distribute my music. It gets you to all the different platforms. And it's so sick because it handles everything. Um, but you have to pay like a 200 pounds, like year long membership. Um, and so I had to pay for that. I had to design the cover. I had to buy the beat. And at this point, I didn't really have the money like that to buy the beat. So to buy the beat before I put the song out, right? The song, the thing was blowing up and it was blowing up on TikTok, right? So I was thinking, what if I use the fact, and also what's so sick about the fact that it was blowing up was producers were reaching out to me. They were like, oh, um, this is my beat. This is my beat. Yo, I think you'll be sick on my beat. And then I, I got this idea to be like, um, instead of me using your beat, how about you mix this thing for me? Uh, also, that's another thing. I needed somebody to mix it. And I didn't have the money to go to a studio, bro. I was doing everything on my own, like in my room. So what I'd what I'd done is I reached out to this um uh pro producer and beat maker called Enoch. I was just like, yo, man. Uh, so look, this thing because at this point it was like on 150k views on TikTok, and I was just like, yo, this is blowing up on TikTok. Like all these people are asking me to release it. Um, what if I was to give you 50 50 percent of any money that it makes? but you uh, mix it and master it for me for free, right? So I, I did that. I bought the beat. The beat was like the first part of the lease, which was like under 100K um, streams. It was like about 50 pounds. So I was like, cool, 50 pounds in that. 
I did like 20 pounds for the cover. I reached out to my friend Antonio, who like is he's a creative and he um knows people in the industry, not really industry, but like knows different like designers and he um told me about this girl who um who was pretty sick and um I didn't want to take I didn't want to use like a cover where I like was me you understand like where they take a picture of me because firstly that's long secondly you have to find a photographer all of that so I just basically made like a um animation of myself I asked her to make an animation of myself and because the song was called what I do it's just basically a shrug thing and she did that and it came out so hard so that's kind of how I got around releasing my first song what I do and I put it on Spotify and bro um because at this point, yeah, bet all right, so at this point, yeah, I'd reached my first a thousand followers on Instagram because of TikTok. What I do was the song that got me my first ten thousand followers on TikTok and my first thousand followers on Instagram. And bro, it was like at this point it was so crazy, man. Like after what I do blew up here, yeah, I should probably say I didn't stop there. I was still like reposting videos from like Instagram um on tiktok i would also now not just make videos for instagram i'll make videos for tiktok and then um instagram as well so at this point i was still grinding i didn't just stop there but then i i i, I wrote the full version of um what i do um gave it to enoch to mix he mixed it bought the beat and then we put it out on spotify that was how my first release came about i will go into deeper detail in the next one but bro there's so much more into this story that like I haven't even talked about like before we put it out we'd um lockdown had begun so I'd done a lot more tailored content to lockdown as well and I'll tell you about that in the next one this is start this is not <laughs> I thought this whole thing was going to take two episodes but it's not and this this one is hella long this one is like 22 minutes but stay tuned because we're getting into it